Adjunct Students of the BM Podcast. The podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found. Paid my ransom, no more bound. Kingdom citizens, welcome back to another episode. I hope you are all well. I hope you are well. Okay, so guys, I'm going to encourage you, kingdom citizens, my apologies. I'm going to encourage you to please leave a review on the podcast if you have been listening. And I know some of you have been listening consistently and you have yet to leave a review. I encourage you to leave a review. I actually implore you, if you listen to the last week's episode that said, how are people benefiting from you? They people, okay? There are people who are going to benefit from you if you would leave a review of this podcast. They're going to read your specific review (laughs) and they're going to be able to qualify listening to the podcast because of your specific review. I'm just gonna tell you right now, okay? So, um, no, but please, Please do that. That would be great um, because people do actually, you know, read the reviews before they decide to listen. And if any of these episodes have been a blessing, like there's a specific episode that you're like, listen, you need to hear this one. At least listen to this one. Please leave that review. Let them know that there's actually fruit being produced here that you guys are coming on and listening and actually seeing some fruit from words that have been spoken on this podcast. So anyways, this week's episode is titled, Will You Wait? And this episode actually came to me like July 6th. So again, if you listen to the last episode, I talked about how I would just get like titles and I would just get things really quickly and I have to quickly write it down. So I'm so thankful and grateful. And this is also encouragement to you. If you hear something, if you get something, some inkling of something, please write it down. This stuff, I promise you, I wrote this in July. I didn't remember until I saw it and went down my notes and realized I wrote this in July. I would have forgotten about it. You ever like had a dream and you woke up and you you knew it when you woke up, but then you didn't write it down and then you went and brushed your teeth and did all these other activities and you totally forgot about the dream? Yes. God will speak to you sometimes and it's real fast. You understand? And will you do your due diligence to write down what he has told you? And sometimes you won't even think that it was something he told you, but you just get a random idea or a random thought. Like, whoa, why did I just, I don't know, heard a whole sermon in my head just now? Like, write it down. And maybe you don't have time to write the whole thing down. Write some of the things down. Maybe the title or certain verses or something that'll jog your memory when you see it again. I'm encouraging you to do that, okay? Because that's how I get these episodes. Like, it just comes to me very fast. And I have to write it down. Sometimes, I ain't gonna hold you, I would speak it out loud in hopes that I would kind of remember it. And I sometimes I don't remember it, okay? So I get in the habit of, like, writing it down. Like, just quickly, like, maybe just even putting the title if I don't have time to write, you know, all the details. So just, just a little nugget. Especially if you've been praying about certain things, we will really get the answer. We sometimes just think that the answer is supposed to sound a certain way. 
maybe you're praying for a job or something like that and or an opportunity and so you're waiting for God to tell you to apply to H&M like I don't know just throwing it out there right you're waiting for like a specific name for this business right but you get a thought to call Zoe and check in on Zoe and you're like I just thought about Zoe that's random you better call Zoe like that's my experience with God so far like and you don't realize that calling Zoe was the answer to your prayer. But because you wanted it to sound a certain way, you wanted God to be like H&M or whatever name or number of the business to call to reach out for the opportunity, or you're waiting for an email from a job for an opportunity, God said, call, he, he, he put Zoe on your mind and you haven't talked to Zoe in a few years, so you're just thinking it's random. You better call Zoe because Zoe probably has the connection or she has an opportunity for you, you don't know. So this is what I mean by taking heed to what I'm saying and being serious about communicating with God. And when you get something, write it down. And I'm, I'm guilty of it, y'all, because like last episode, I had a thought to call my friend. I ain't call her or I ain't text her about, you know, to, to encourage her about studying for the NCLEX. I missed my opportunity. You understand? So don't be like that. Like, let's let's be better. I'm striving to do better. When I get a thought about somebody or, you know, post something or whatever the case may be, I get inspired to make a post or I'm just trying to get in the habit of doing it because it's a reason why I thought to do it, you know? Especially when it comes at the most randomest times. I really pay attention to that now. I'm like, that's random. Why would I think of that? Oh, let me write that down, you know? I hope that makes sense. So anyways, <laughs> this episode is called, Will You Wait? Will you wait? Will you wait? And I don't see this episode being too long because it's very clear. It is very clear, it's very clear, it's very clear. And I know sometimes people, we don't like to wait. And it's definitely a fruit. Patience is a fruit. It is something that we have to cultivate. Like, we have to have patience. We have to be willing to wait. We have to be willing to wait. Have to be willing to wait. Because if you're not willing to wait, you will opt for something that is premature. Or you will opt for something outside of God's will. Because in God's will, if there's a certain time for which he has that for your life, and you do not want to wait for his time, then in order to obtain what you're looking for, that means you have to go outside of his will in order to get it. I don't know about you, but I'm not willing to sacrifice God's will in my life for not his will. I just have too much peace on this side, okay? So in order Sorry, y'all, like, this is, just, this is just noise. I don't understand. In order to be aligned with God's will and to keep on that path of his will, we have to have patience. I know, but we have to. Like, we have to have patience, man. We have to. So this is where I want to go with it. Sometimes we, 
we long for and we desire certain things and that's great like I remember I'm gonna be honest I remember like hearing people longing for certain things and I would think that if you longed for something or desired something that was not like God then I don't know I just kind of I think I judge people like if you desired marriage and you wanted a husband so bad or you know a wife so bad but obviously I always hear more so a husband so bad I don't really hear husbands or men wanting a wife so bad like I never hear them having that struggle usually it's the women that I've seen wanting a husband so bad I used to judge because I was just like why is God not enough you know but anyways I was immature um (laughs) not saying that you know that question it doesn't mean that question is not valid but I was speaking from a place of ignorance and immaturity but there are some things that you desire is what I'm trying to get at and some things that you long for that is that is of God that is in his will for your life however it is just not the time for it at this humanly moment okay you see how I said humanly because our time is different from God's time so you want this thing and yes like God is like yeah you're gonna get it in my time the issue is that we don't know when his time is all the time right because if if we knew that okay in six months okay bet like although waiting for six months is still I have to wait which is still annoying but at least I know in six months like I can do a countdown you understand like I can get my calendar ready I have it in my calendar six months can go by so fast I just get myself busy and before you know it six months pass and now I got it yay but that's not the case all the time I don't know for you I don't know for me that has not been the case I have not gotten to that place in God yet where I know the time in which he's going to allow it. I don't, I, I just haven't gotten there. I, I don't know in six months, a year, two years, three years, five years. I don't know. I, I don't know. I know it's going to happen. I just can't tell you when. I just did. I just haven't gotten that. I haven't gotten that far. I don't know. Okay. So it makes it way more challenging when you desire something strongly, like you're longing for this thing. And yet you don't know when you will see it or when you will have it, okay? So some of us are longing for intimacy, but we don't have it now. And so instead, what we do, instead of waiting, we grab porn and masturbation and we fornicate, okay? Some of us are longing for comfort, But because we don't have that now, we don't see it now, we binge eat. You see where I'm going with this? We're longing for an intimate partner. We don't have it, so you serial date with no true purpose. You're longing for a spouse, but you don't have it, so you settle for a counterfeit, meaning not God's best for his purposes and plans for your life. You're longing to be understood, Let me, we are longing to be understood because I don't want to sing anybody out, all of us, okay? We're longing to be understood. So you become super defensive. 
So you see how I went there? Like, okay, we're talking about intimate relationships, stuff like that. But these are things outside of relationships. So you may be in a relationship. You're like, girl, that don't have nothing to do with me. But you're longing to be understood. So you become super defensive. We're longing to be affirmed. So we overshare and overexplain. We're longing to be heard. So you speak more than you listen. We're longing to be seen. So we step on every and anyone to get ahead. We're longing to be loved. So we people please to be liked. Will you wait? Because what you're longing for are genuine. What you're longing for is something that God is willing to fulfill. You understand? The love, to be seen, to be heard, to be affirmed, to be understood. If you're seeking for a spouse, an intimate partner, for comfort, for intimacy, these are things that God can fulfill. But will you wait? Because when you don't wait, you see what the alternative is. You have porn, masturbation, fornication. You have binge eating. So you go to food for comfort. Now you're obese. Now you have diabetes. Now you have all other types of complications. And it all stems from a longing for comfort. You longing for an intimate partner, so you serial date with no true purpose. So now you're just intermingling and, and having all these different connections and we don't know where this is going and now you have a headache and now you're emotionally frustrated because you're pouring your all into this person and this person is failing you and you're pouring your all to this person and this person is failing you and it's like, I just want an intimate partner. You're longing for a spouse. I just want to be married. I just want my husband. I just want my wife. Now, today. But it's not in God's time yet. That person hasn't arrived yet, but instead you settle for a counterfeit. So it's not God's best for his purposes and plans for your life. So is it that counterfeit good for what you think your purposes are for your life and the plans you have for your life? But how far can that really go? How far does our plans for our own lives ever really go? It doesn't go that far. So now you're going to settle with somebody that ain't really going to go that far because our plans and our purposes compared to God's plan and purposes are a major difference. You understand? We're longing to be understood. So because we long to be understood, we become super defensive. When somebody says something contrary to what we said or they're not understanding what we're saying, we get super defensive. Like, no, what do you mean? Uh, what are you talking about? Like, whoa, it's okay. Not everybody's going to understand you. There's this thing on social media that's like, those who get it, get it, and those who don't, don't. Listen, if you understand what you got going on and you understand what you're talking about, why you got to be super defensive? And I'm talking to myself, too. We're talking to everybody, okay? You don't have to be super defensive. Those who get it, get it. Those who don't, don't. That's their business. You want to explain? 
fine. But don't be so super defensive. As though somebody's coming for your whole life. <laughs> They're not coming for you. And if they are, that's their business. You don't have to entertain that. Longing to be affirmed. So you overshare and over explain. Because I need you to affirm me. Like I need you to know that I didn't like that. And I need to explain to you why I didn't like that because I have to tell you what happened to me as a child that made me feel this way. Now, like we start to over explain things. We, we start to overshare. And then we feel worse because we don't overshare and the person still doesn't understand and they're not affirming us. So now we're looking for this affirmation to be affirmed in this area. So we overshare and over explain ourselves and they still don't understand. And now we feel depleted because I don't dug up a, so much of my past so to make this make sense and you still can't receive it and I'm not being affirmed and now I feel exposed and empty longing to be heard so you speak more than you listen like it's like nobody has ever taken me serious nobody has ever you know considered my opinions like I need to be heard so you speak more than you listen you're always talking. You're never listening. You never let the other person talk. It's always your voice you have to hear. Longing to be seen. So we step on every anyone to get ahead. Look at me. Look at me. Like, I'm here. Like, don't forget about me. So we have to kiss people's behinds to be seen. We gotta cut our brother or sister off. We get in their lane because they seem like they're in more popular places than us. And so we get out of our own lane, our own path, and we get on their path in order to be seen because it seems like more eyes are on them. So let me cut through and get on their path so eyes can be seen on me. And so you step on their heads. You take the light from them and their season of their life because you don't want to wait for your time to be seen. Longing to be loved. So we people please to be liked. I desire to be loved. But instead of waiting for that, instead of waiting for God to bring those people in my life that are going to love me properly, I'm going to people please. I'm going to do what I think everybody wants me to do and, and do what I think they'll like just so that they can like me. So I'm still not, that love part is not being fulfilled. It's still not being filled. I'm just being liked. But I'm only being liked because I'm doing something for them that they like, maybe, to be liked. And when I don't do that thing no more, they're not here. Will you wait? What if Adam and Eve waited? And the reason why I ask that is because if you go into Genesis, in the beginning, when God created man, he created us, man, in his image and in his likeness. When Adam was formed, God told him not to eat of the fruit of the tree from the knowledge of good and evil. Adam had Eve and Eve understood that. And when the serpent came to tempt her or to converse with her and convinced her that 
she should eat of the fruit that God was not allowing them to eat it because they would be like God. They ate of it. And when God removed them from the Garden of Eden, he said, now man is like us in our image and in our likeness. And so I remember my mom brought this scripture to my attention and opened my eyes to the scripture because we, we were looking at it together and it doesn't make sense. How does God in the beginning say, let us make man in our likeness, in our image. And then after they sinned, they disobeyed, they sinned. He takes them out and now he says, now man is in our likeness, in our image. So one plus one got to equal two. God, but wasn't that your original intent? Isn't that what you wanted to do? So the question that I'm posing, what if Adam and Eve had waited? What if God had a certain time in which he had wanted them to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil? Because if eating of the fruit made them like him in his likeness, in his image, but that was his original intent to do, was he going to allow them to eat of the fruit? Hmm. Something to think about. Because I thought that was interesting. What if they would have waited? Right? So think about where you currently are and some of the mistakes you've made because your impatience started to scream. Your impatience got loud. Some of the mistakes that we made is because of the fact that our impatience started to scream. But I'm glad because you don't know what you don't know. And once you know better, you got to do better. So when y'all come on the Being One podcast and you hear my voice, you better know Samantha's about to tell you something that is now you're faced with. I know better, so now I got to do better, okay? So if you didn't know, now you know. Now what you do with this information, that that's your business. You understand? So think about where you currently are and some of the mistakes you've made because of your impatience. A lot of us have experienced a lot of things, but we have not sat down to actually evaluate some of these experiences that we've had in order to grow in wisdom. A lot of the things that we have experienced, we should have become wiser because of them, but because we haven't taken time to sit there and evaluate, to sit there and reflect, we don't grow in wisdom. And so sometimes I'm not the person, I don't necessarily believe that because you've experienced something that you, I don't want to say this as like a rule, but obviously there's exceptions to it, but generally right like you know someone who has experienced something you want to hear from them because they've experienced it but there are some exceptions it's not everybody that that has experienced something that i necessarily want to hear from because sometimes although they experienced it they did not grow in wisdom this is how you'll understand what i'm talking about somebody would have experienced for example that they lost their home, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, wow. But they go and they lose their home again. 
Now, is this somebody that you want to be taking advice from? Like, that tells me that you didn't learn from the first time. Because there was something that you should have learned the first time, but you didn't learn it. And so you're not facing it again. So understand, like, don't, yes, generally people that have had experiences, you want to learn from them. But be wise, okay? Be wise because there are exceptions to that rule. Not everybody that has experiences, you should be listening to. Because not everybody that have experiences came out wiser. Because they fall back right into that same cycle. So something they didn't learn. Don't be like those people. Be the people that we actually come to because you've experienced something and you've set your mind that you're not going to experience that again. And so you sat with God and said, God, I have made this mistake. I went through this. I don't want to go through this again. Please show me. Please tell me how, what happened here. What principality was here? What, where, did this, where did this come from? What was I struggling with? What idea, what belief did I have that placed me in this position? Uproot those things. Fill it with your word so I don't have to visit that again. So I don't have to do that again. That's wisdom. That's the person. You're the person I want to talk to because you learned something from that. And I want to know what you learned out of that. Be that person. Right? So... I know sometimes we don't want to go back. We're like, no, I don't want to think about when I was doing X, Y, and Z. I don't want to think about what happened last night. I don't want to think about what happened yesterday. I don't want to think about that, Samantha. But sometimes we have to. <laughs> like, we have to. Because if you don't, you won't learn from that. You won't learn from that experience. You won't learn from it. And then going back to last week's episode, people can't benefit from you. When you've learned from your experiences, when you've learned from your mistakes, we're able to benefit from you. You're able to share those lessons. You're able to share that wisdom. So that way we don't have to go through the same thing you went through. You help us. So we benefit from you. Going back to the last episode. Okay? So, again, you know, Bring it to God. Something that you're like, I don't want to go through that again. And I don't know if I necessarily learned from that. All right, moving on. What if Joseph waited? So last week I was talking about Joseph and I was talking about how he basically had favor from the Lord and people benefited so much from his life. But when Joseph was young in his, his father's house, Joseph had a dream. And... Joseph was excited about this dream. He shared his dream with his brothers and he shared his dream with his father. But what if Joseph waited? Joseph had this dream and this dream was just so exciting. And I mean, I'm sure he was so eager to see this dream be fulfilled or to see the manifestation of this dream that he saw so vividly. But what if he waited to share? What if he just waited for the dream to come to pass without having to share, right? Because it was in his ignorance, he shared a dream without first receiving interpretation. Joseph did not know what that dream meant. And you have to listen. You have to, I'm, I'm saying scriptures. I'm talking about Adam and Eve and I'm talking about Joseph. You have to go and find, read the scriptures and you go and you get some revelations and 
you know, you go and, and seek knowledge and, and understanding about them. I will leave the verses, um, the chapters in the show notes. But Joseph did not, he didn't interpret his own dream. He didn't know what that dream meant, but he shared it with his brothers and he shared it with his father. And they were the ones to be like, oh, do you think we're going to bow down to you? So they were able to understand or not really understand because they didn't know to the full extent of what, how the dream was going to play out. But they were able to interpret the meaning behind the dream that Joseph didn't even have meaning for. So because he lacked knowledge in the area of dream interpretation and he didn't know what his dream really meant but he went and shared it he got caught up and now i want to say got caught up as though it was his fault but you know his brothers got jealous and they wanted to kill him and they end up selling him so anyways going back again to will you wait you see sometimes we didn't have to go through all that but if you don't know like i said you don't know because if you didn't know that, wow, there may be a longing, a desire that I have, but I didn't realize Samantha is saying these words, like she's talking about intimacy and comfort and, and having a spouse and longing to be understood. I didn't realize that these were real and genuine longings that I had for these real genuine things. And the alternative that she's talking about, I find myself being that way. I find myself being super defensive. I didn't realize it was because I was longing to be understood. I didn't realize it was that, you know? So again, we don't know what we don't know. Some some of these things we see in our lives, some of these things that we are doing, but we didn't realize that there was the positive to it. Like it's okay to long to be understood, but wait for God to fulfill that. You're going, you're gonna be understood. Allow God to allow you to see that you're understood the way that he desires you for you to see that you're being understood. Like, don't try to go before him. And I always pray that, God, don't, I don't want to go before you. There are certain things that I see. There are certain things that I'm, I'm hearing. There are certain things that I'm getting understanding about, but I don't want to go before you. I don't want to speak on it prematurely without true understanding. You understand? Because I can desire for an intimate partner. I can desire for a spouse and long for a spouse. But if there's something, if there's a certain belief of mine, if there's somewhere in me that I have a certain belief that is going to be to my detriment when my spouse comes, I want that to be fixed first, you know? So I'll wait. Because if it's not fixed, I'll be willing to settle for a counterfeit. Because this belief that I have is not aligned to your will. Is not aligned to your understanding about things. It says, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God. There's some understandings that we have that is our own understanding. And some of us think that this is how God wants it to be. It's not the case. Where we learned it from human understanding. A lot of the things that we say are God is not really God. It was human. Human interpreted it to be that way, but it was not truly God. So... These things will be fulfilled in Jesus' name in your life. But you got to wait on it. You got to wait on it. Don't try to fulfill it for yourself. Don't try to satisfy these longings for yourself. Come up out of that. 
and wait. Come up out of that and wait. It does you more harm than good, obviously, to satisfy it for yourself, to try to fulfill that for yourself, and it's not gonna be fulfilled. It's not. You're not gonna get what you're truly longing for. You're not gonna get it by yourself. You're not gonna get it. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not gonna get it, okay? It's just not. It may feel like it's satisfying it, but it's gonna be temporary. I'm gonna tell you right 100%. And you're gonna feel nasty and weird about it, okay? Nobody's sitting there binge eating and feel good. Nobody feels that way. Stop letting people fool you, okay? You're doing all the mukbang and all that stuff. And listen, it don't feel good. When your stomach is upset, when you're in the toilet, or when you can't go to the toilet, or you just feel bloated, you feel heavy, you just, you're sick, okay? You gotta take insulin, it don't feel good. In the moment when you were binge eating, it probably felt good because you were longing for that comfort, but the after effects don't feel good. But when God fulfills and satisfies that long, that comfort, oh man, it feels good. When you get that intimacy, it feels good. And you're like, why was I in porn? Why was I masturbating? It felt good in the moment, but it didn't last. Like I didn't feel good afterwards. My mind be messing with me sometimes because of it. Like, you know, so just be careful and wait. <laughs> just wait, just wait, I promise you. Like, fill your time, do the, you know, but just wait. I know, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't come on here and tell you, okay, it's gonna happen in six months for you. I don't know, I don't know. But maybe you can get an answer from God. Maybe he can tell you when it's gonna happen for you. Maybe, you know, maybe y'all relationship with God, y'all are at that place where he tells you specifically the time and the hour. That'd be great. You know, if you can get that from him, that'd be great. You, you can have something you know you're waiting on. But wait, patience is a fruit of the spirit. Wait on the Lord. One of my favorite songs, Wait on the Lord by Maverick City. Listen. Listen. Q. What is it? Alexa Q, Wait on the Lord. Or not even Q, but Alexa Play, Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord, featuring Karen Clark shared by Donnie McClurkey from Apple Music. That's not even the right song. Alexa, stop. <laughs> it's not even the right song, but y'all know what I'm, the song I'm talking about, okay? Yes, wait on the Lord. He will renew your strength, okay? So wait, I say, will you wait? I implore that you wait. I hope that when I ask, will you wait? You're like, yes, Samantha, yes, yes, God, I will wait because I know this is not Samantha. This is the Lord that is asking me. It is for a reason that I'm hearing this. Will you wait? Please, please say yes, please. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope that this was a blessing to you. And yeah, you guys know that if you guys are interested in a being one pot, not being one podcast, a kingdom citizen, I don't do church. I am the church. Okay. And let me explain that a little bit to you guys. So Kingdom citizen, obviously, it speaks for itself that we are citizens of God's kingdom. 
and it says I don't do church so this is not something that I just do it's not something that I just attend right but I am the church church the Greek word for church is ecclesia I, I say it in a, as a question because I'm I think I'm pronouncing it correctly ecclesia and it means it can mean the called out one and so when it says I am the church I am the one that has been called out you know so this is who I am this is who I represent I am the called out one of Christ and I represent his government his kingdom so I want you guys to understand what is it that you guys are asserting when you wear the kingdom citizen I don't do church I am the church tea right i'm not out here just playing church i'm not out here just doing stuff and and going to services with no idea as to what i'm supposed to be getting out of this no i don't just do church i am the church so i take it seriously i understand i'm the called out one i'm called out i'm set aside i'm holy okay Alrighty. well Y'all know I love you, but Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. Y'all be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Talk to you soon.